from Sean and then open up the call to questions. Sean. Hey, uh, thank you all very much. Um, once again, uh, you know, before a big premium live event, uh, Vengeance Day this Saturday, I uh, would like to, you know, once again, have our, I don't know, have our call. Um, and, I, you know, clearly we're trying to do a video this time. Um, I don't know, I guess from my standpoint, I'm, I guess, trying to make it better each time and seeing if that helps, I guess. Um, uh, hopefully um, the idea, I don't know, the genuineness of, of these things uh, doesn't lose its, its value. Um, but I felt like I had to wear like a jacket and the hat and look somewhat professional. Um, if that takes away from, from the, the sincerity of what I say, nothing would thrill me more than to do this in a tank top, but I felt like I should, uh, I should look professional uh, doing it. So anyway, uh, appreciate you. Seriously. Th uh, appreciate you guys as always helping us out uh, with, you know, promoting our, our premium live events here at NXT. Um, and I always kind of look forward to these calls. So uh, if you guys are ready, uh, I'm ready to go. Great. So when I open up to questions, we do kindly ask that you limit to one question each, and we'll get through as many as we can in the time allotted. If you have a question, please use the raise hand function within Zoom. Uh, so the first question is from Mike Johnson at PW Insider. Mike? Hey, Sean, how are you? I'm doing well. I'm glad to put a face to, uh, to the name now. This is oh, gonna there be awesome. you go. So I'm sorry to disappoint you, but here I am. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know, there's been a lot of talk about uh, Vengeance Day and this being uh, the latest premium event, but I'm curious, how have things gone in the live event perspective? Because this is the first time NXT's gone back out on the road for a big show other than like a WrestleMania weekend where there's a built-in audience. How's the live uh, ticketing been for the show and what are your expectations in that regard? So look, we, we, it's gone very well. Um, I, think we're, yeah, I think we're expecting around 5,000 people. Um, which certainly for the setup that they, they've given us uh, is pretty close to capacity. So from that standpoint, um, we're very happy. Uh, look, and, and everybody's excited and, you know, honestly, I, I'll be honest, nervous. You know, I mean, this is this is our first time, other than stand and deliver, um, this is. This is our first premium live event outside of the Performance Center in three years. Um, and these are all new people, obviously, going out and doing this. Um, so everybody's uh, anxious, they're nervous, uh, extremely excited. We're looking forward to, to getting on the plane tomorrow and heading to Charlotte and, and look, um, hoping to, I don't know, hoping to do more of these, but looking to have a, an absolute blast and put on, uh, you know, what we hope to be a fantastic show. All right. Thanks for the time. I hope everything goes well. Thank you very much. Thanks, Mike. Next question up is from Brad Lewis at MediaWorks. Brad? Uh, thank you so much. Uh, hello, Sean. How are you? Thank you for your time. Thank you very much. Um, it's uh, 6 a.m. in the morning here in New Zealand, so excuse me if my voice is croaky. <laughs> um, hey, a New Zealand-specific question, um, Sean. Uh, Dakota Kai uh, obviously has uh, done the main main uh, roster jump. Uh, just wondering, you had a lot of time to spend with her, with her time in NXT. What have you made of her jump up to the main roster in terms of her sort of potential career uh, road? Well, look, obviously she's doing great up there, and that is no surprise to me. Um, I was always and still am a fan of Dakota Kai. Um, I will tell you, I don't know that there's a tougher young lady uh, than her. Um, you know, I used to comment on that all the time. The girl can 
you know, take a tail whooping and, and she does it really well. I've always enjoyed her, uh, thrilled for her success. I'm glad that she got the call. And, and again, I think, uh, you know, I think she's again, getting what she deserves. Her and, you know, uh, are both very talented. They're doing great with Bailey. Uh, and look, and they're only at the beginning, right? So I think the sky's the limit for them. And, and I believe all of them have a, you know, extremely bright future. Great. Our, our next question is from Alistair McGeorge at Metro. Uh, hi, Sean. How's it going? Doing very well. Good, good. Um, last time we did one of these calls, you could only kind of vaguely comment on the idea of William Regal coming back into the fold. So I was wondering, now he's kind of officially back, how is it having him back? And has he been doing much at the PC over the last few weeks in between being on the road? Yeah, so it's obviously it's great to have him back. Um, and, you know, again, I got to see him at Raw. Um, and he's, you know, he hasn't been down here a bunch, um, obviously, because he's been uh, busy. But at the same time, thrilled. Again, it, for us, it's, you know, uh, it's having him home where he belongs. Um, obviously, he's always welcome here at the PC. Um, everybody loves having him, having him here. Uh, but quite honestly, look, it's one of those things that um, – like a lot of people, it, it was a very nice homecoming, uh, you know, uh, for all of us, you know, to get, get, to get to see him. He's what, you know, you know, he's what we consider an OG <laughs> here. And uh, obviously more than anything it is, that's when the real life stuff all matters to us. Uh, it's great to have him here. He's, he's comfortable back home. Uh, and, and like I said, we're looking forward to having him down here on a more regular basis. Um, obviously he hasn't had the opportunity to do that, but he's still getting his feet wet, you know, hmm. in his new role. Uh, but he knows, obviously, the invitation is always open down here, and he's welcome anytime. Uh, thank you. you Great. Our next question is from Sean Ross Sapp at Fightful. Sean? Hey, Sean. Thanks for doing this. Uh, we have seen uh, NXT talent return to the Royal Rumble. The word was last year that uh, sort of a decree was made that they wouldn't be used. This year, we saw several in the Women's Royal Rumble none in the men's do you have any insight on the process of that like do you recommend them do they specifically ask for them how does the process of deciding who is in the royal rumble uh from nxt exactly work yeah look it's made by the guys upstairs obviously uh, the main roster folks um you know that's one of those things that we obviously uh you know let them know who we have available you know we always I'll say this, you know, um, I never want to, I don't know, make anybody <laughs> insult anybody's intelligence. Um, yes, I give whatever advice, opinion, uh, recommendations, and 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 I, I I recognize that sometimes it's, you know, it matters a great deal, and other times it doesn't. Um, I think they had a pretty good idea who it was they wanted this year. Um, obviously, they asked us our, our opinions. We certainly gave them, uh, but for this year, it was a matter of, who it was that they they wanted um and then a couple backups for alternates and stuff like that just in case uh something were to happen um and and they only needed women it's my understanding again they had plenty of uh, of the men uh we always look at, for us it's a great opportunity for nxt to have anybody up there um but i, I i'll be honest it's always the main roster call as far as uh, what it is anything has to do with our talent going up there uh, it is it is more often than not a main roster call. Um, and then obviously when we're looking for main roster folks to come down here, 
uh, that's me, you know, making a request. And for the most part, it usually being granted, you know, other, you know, other than it, there being conflicts in, in talent schedule and whatnot. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Thank you. Our next question is from Nims Azor at SEN Radio. G'day, Sean. Uh, greetings from Australia. Hello there. Um, now, obviously, this continent is very, very excited for the main event and when Grayson Bowler takes on Bron Breaker in the steel cage match. Uh, like we in Australia, we know how good Grayson is. We've seen what he does here. And he's been causing absolute mayhem in NXT since he became the number one contender. He's young. He's cocky. He's very, very confident in himself. And that kind of is very similar to a young Shawn Michaels. And you were very much once like that in your day when you first got to the WWE. So can you relate to his attitude a little bit? Do you offer him any advice or do you just think you've got your title shot? You're in the main event. It's all up to you now. Or do you have any bits of advice for him? Well, look, first of all, uh, yeah, he's in the main event and it, you know, him and Braun, it is up to him in the steel cage. But no, we, we absolutely have a, a great deal of communication. Uh, I think he's been on record saying that we have a great relationship and uh, that is true. Um, I like to think I've got a, a pretty darn good relationship with a lot of my guys and gals, um, but he's certainly one of them. Um, you know, he, and he is all those things you just said. Uh, he is cocky. He's brash. He's confident. He knows that he's good. And it is, that's one of the things that I recognize that as well. He's another young man that came in here very early. Um, I did, you know, it's almost again, a similar trajectory with him and Carmelo that I, you know, I did my best to get them on two Oh five as quickly as possible. Um, and then when, you know, the big change came, it was, I was able to, you know, obviously get them on NXT and, and look, they were both guys that looked at me and said, look, we're ready to give, give us the ball. Um, and they kind of compete with one another. And again, as well as, you know, Braun and Tony D and uh, the Creeds, we've had a lot of people, but, you know, Grayson um, is one of those guys that I really, really like because he's one of the hardest workers you find, but there's not a lot of difference between the guy you see on TV and the guy is in real life. Um, and, and again, I happen to like that about him. And, and I, I, I suppose that's probably no secret given, given my past. Appreciate your time, Sean. Thank you. That's it. Our next question is from Graham Mina at Bleacher Report. Graham? Hey, Sean. How's it going? Well, In the last no, couple of weeks, uh, we've seen a lot of the NXT UK talent on NXT TV, which has been great to see. Uh, with that being said, can you comment at all on the status of uh, Ilya Dragunov, Mako Sadamore? If they fall in that same category of people, that word was that it was a visa issue that we hadn't seen these stars before on the show permanently. Uh, can you comment on their statuses specifically and just the involvement of the NXT UK talent on NXT TV as of late? Yeah, well, look, again, much like uh, several months ago, um, we we want them here, love having them here. A lot of it is availability. A lot of it is, as you said, visa issues. A lot of it also, again, is that it's for some of them, that is a big career move and a, and a big life difference. And so um, those are all things that we want people to consider, obviously, before they make that move. Um, uh, look, nothing would thrill me more than to have uh, – Ilya and Mako here on, on a regular basis. They're phenomenal talent. Uh, we're thrilled about Gallus being back and Tyler being back. Um, but look, as far as who's, you know, who's to come in the future, again, a lot of that is up to the talent themselves. Um, and then also, as, as I mentioned, uh, there are visa issues, but we're also waiting on, you know, again, uh, 
you know, a, a long-term commitment. Some, some people, we understand that's not an easy, uh, you know, an easy decision to make. Awesome. Thanks, John. Appreciate it. My pleasure. Thank you. Our next question is from Kenny McIntosh at Inside the Ropes. Kenny? Hey, Sean. How's it going? Going very well. Hey, I just wanted to ask you about the New Day. Obviously, they won the NXT tag team titles at Deadline, and they're still in NXT and on SmackDown. Is that something you want to see more of, see more people come down and sort of be regulars in NXT? And how does that process kind of work of getting them to do both? Well, again, that, that goes back to, again, uh, you know, certainly a, a request from our standpoint, you know, and again, and seeing if it works for everybody, one, their schedules, and also, you know, just storyline-wise, um, that's something that uh, main roster and, 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 and we have to get in sync uh, or even see if it works. Um, look, we always enjoy uh, having main roster talent down here. Obviously, it helps us in a lot of different ways. Um, clearly, I always try to, you know, it's very tough sometimes, you know, you, you'd love to have them here, I guess, all the time. And, and, and maybe that might help from a, a rating standpoint and things of that nature. But I always try to keep it at sort of our, you know, core level here is that we are developmental. Um, and so it's got to work, obviously, for the main roster, but I also like to get people that are ready and willing to, to be ready to teach and to help, you know what I mean, and to help uh, talent develop. And, and that sometimes is more than just a one-shot deal. That's what's been so great about New Day is, is you know, having him down here for an extended amount of time, not only from a ring time, but also, again, just be, you know, for talent being able to talk with them. There's so much wisdom and knowledge that Xavier and Kofi can, can give our talent uh, outside of the ring, let alone in the ring. And so, like I said, there's, it, there's none of them are all the same. You know what I mean? They're obviously for different talent. We, you know, we make different requests. Uh, but obviously we want to have as much of that as we can. Um, I think you're going to obviously always see it, you know, going forward, um, you know, again, because it's helpful, I think, to everybody. And so, uh, I, I, again, I don't think it's anything. I wouldn't be surprised, obviously, if it continues to go on, because, like I said, we are all now very uh, invested in the future and obviously making sure we have sort of synchronicity and synergy between all the brands. Thanks, Sean. Appreciate it. Thank you, sir. Great. Our next question comes from Adam Silverstein of CBS Sports. Adam? Hey, Sean. Thanks for taking the time. Uh, one of the questions we get asked most frequently is when Alba Fire is either going to get elevated into a top spot or even move out of NXT. And while obviously the latter is not exactly in your hands, given her immense level of talents and experience. How do you view her within the roster? So look, I've, I've always, uh, you know, I, I worked with her in the, in the UK and uh, right. she's the longest reigning UK champion I think there is. Um, so obviously I, I'm a fan. Um, but look, also again, I, I'll say this, um, at different times we've been throwing some different curveballs here and I have to try to do my best to get wood on as many of them <laughs> as I can. Um, and, you know, in her situation, uh, obviously from coming over here from the UK, um, changed midway through. So we tried to adjust to that. And anytime you make those adjustments, whether it's a name change or a character change, uh, there's obviously a, I don't know, a rough period that you go through before it smooths out. Um, and I, I just feel like, again, I, to answer your question, I think the future is very bright for her. As you know, yeah, the, you know, call-ups and things like that, uh, you know, 
are not, you know, are not my call. And I will say this, look, and I understand, you know, that sometimes it gets, you know, fans can get impatient or, you know, a certain person's been there. They've been there so long. They ought to get called up. You know, time doesn't make someone always better. You know what I mean? Uh, doesn't make them, you know, a better worker sometimes. Uh, and that is not a prerequisite to, to being moved up. There has to be somebody that sees a spot, an opportunity, you know what I mean? A storyline. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, look, hopefully those things do work out for her. And, and quite honestly, for me, uh, you know, quite a few others down here. Um, and look, I'm, uh, I've got, I'll say this. I got my fingers crossed that, you know, maybe around WrestleMania, we, you know, we'll be having some talks about something and some shakeups and some rosters. But as I say right now, I just do the job I'm told to do, man, and do the best job I can. Appreciate it. Bet. Our next question comes from Marco Ercole with the Corriere dello Sport in Italy. Marco? Hey, hey Sean, how are you doing? Doing well. Uh, my question is for Italy. What will be the next steps of NXT Europe and how many chances are there to see events in Italy? Uh, well, look, the next steps for uh, NXT Europe is again, we're, we are moving forward. Um, and that's one of the things, again, we're starting to. Uh, get, I guess, what we call the infrastructure in place. So to me, I think that's always a, a positive thing. Um, and obviously looking for venues and dates and things like that. So we're, we are moving forward on it. Um, obviously, hopefully, you know, in the next couple of months, be thrilled to have an announcement, given some idea of direction and time. Uh, but th things are moving forward from an infrastructure standpoint, and we're getting those things in place. And we actually have uh, meetings about that this week so hopefully find out more information on on that as well thank you our next question comes from lewis dangor from give me sport lewis hi uh sean thank you very much for taking the time um i wanted to ask very quickly um obviously it seems like there is a lot more kind of uh, collaboration between the main roster and NXT now than perhaps there has been before. Are you actively having discussions with Triple H now about main roster call-ups? I know they kind of happen traditionally throughout the year, but around kind of WrestleMania time, which seen as obviously the season premiere call it and the season closer. That's normally a time when, when, when people start getting uh, called up. So is planning already going ahead for that? And are you having discussions or is that something perhaps kind of your, your visit down the line? That's something I get, I, I'm again, it's one of those ones where I'm hoping for a visit down, down the line. Um, I, you know, I'm with you and look, and I'll say this, I know it, uh, you know, I know at times not everybody always believes me, but again, we've texted probably two times in the last several months uh, with, you know, with the schedule and everything else. I, I, I do know that, you know, per tradition, as you say, Usually around WrestleMania is, you know, is when people feel that, uh, you know, those call-ups and things like that are possible. That's my feeling as well. That's my hope. Uh, but right now, there's been no information given on any of that kind of stuff right now. And I will say, look, everybody is, is concentrated, you know, on WrestleMania. This is a big year. You know, this is a big year for, you know, for Hunter and for obviously all of us here in the WWE. Um, and so, you know, sort of all hands are on deck to make sure things go as well as they possibly can. Um, and look, we want to obviously still dot every I and cross every T that we can. Um, but I, I, I just say, know this, I, I'm his buddy and I know the pressure that he's under. So I'm just doing my best to, to kind of stay out of his hair, you know, man this ship down here to the best of my ability. Um, and I don't want to be uh, applying any ointments. So 
uh, right now, whenever it is they're ready you know, to talk, we're obviously here always ready to go. Our next question comes from Bill Pritchard from WrestleZone. Bill? Doing well. Yeah, no, I, I don't. I mean, I, I can't, I can't, I have, yeah, I have no way how they determine how long people go in. Look, I'll say this again, I suppose if I were to, you know, I don't know, to be a pain in everybody's backside and ask, I, I could find out that stuff. But no, look, I mean, the Rumble is uh, sort of done, obviously, in advance. I think they always kind of have their idea of how they want it to go. Um, my, again, pure speculation on my part that, you know, what I mean, they feel like, hey, let's, highlight a couple, uh, you know, NXT talent, which ones do we want them to be? You know what I mean? We can give them each a moment, so to speak, but no, I, I cannot honestly speak, you know, to having any uh, information on how that is decided and how they decide to go about it. Okay. Our next question comes from Maddie Paddock at the Daily Star. Maddie. Hi, Sean. Thanks very much for the time. Um, you've always spoken very much at length and been very open about how uh, the brashness and the cockiness of a young Sean Michaels caused you a fair share of problems in your career. But I'm willing to bet as well, it's equally done you a fair share of favours back in the day in, in terms of you having that edge about you. So I just kind of wondered in terms of cultivate, uh, cultivating the next generation of talent, how difficult is it to balance those qualities within uh, younger guys now? Because you need them, I guess, to be respectful of everyone and to go about things the right way, but also to have that edge about them as well, to, to stand up for the things they want and the things they believe in. Yeah, absolutely. Well, again, I got, I got uh, asked a similar question on, on Busted Open earlier. And uh, look, because yeah, I did, I did quite a bit and I pushed the envelope you know, farther than it should have been pushed. Um, but, I, and I do, I, 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 I have guys, Mellow, Grace, and they're all guys, you know, again, that, you know, that I encourage to push that envelope. We always, I tell talent what Vince told me, which is go out there and I'll pull you back. Um, the the you know the actual truth of it is though I, I do that. I just have to sometimes pull them back earlier. Things are very different now. I mean, I think we know that we don't live in a culture like like we did in the '80s or the '90s. I mean, it's a very different time now. Um, and look, I still want them. Again, ultimately, the thing that I enjoy most is that the talent down here know that I want the best for them and I want the most success for them. And I would never. Uh, give them information that I don't think would be to their benefit. Um, and that's, you know, again, you lose credibility if you do that. So I'm always open and honest with them about trying to, you know, you know, sort of show them what I did and why it can't be done now and how it could hurt their career going forward. So again, I feel like that's the best I can do. And look, I will say this, the business is very different now. And also, look, there are plenty of guys that, you know, I guess it's always kind of ironic to me, and I don't really know how to take it because there's plenty of guys that made a lot more money and drew more money than me that were nowhere nearly the character and the brashness. And again, uh, I guess the uninhibited, you know, character that I was. Um, so I try to have them focus on that, focus on, I guess, the dollar sign. But so many people focus on the ability to do what I did, which not a lot of people either could do, would do, or should have done. I don't, I don't never know where the, you know, the correct answer is in that. But the, 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 the reality is you can have more success, certainly money-wise, on the other side. Why not go for that one? You know what I mean? Um, I guess I'll always have, I guess, this little 
area over here where nobody was a, you know, more sh shameless on television than Shawn Michaels, I guess. But I mean, I, I want them to aspire uh, to do more than that. I hope that answers the question. Yeah, brilliant. Thanks, Sean. Our next question comes from Christian Bruns at Power Wrestling. Christian? Hey, Sean. Good evening from Germany. So Mandy Rose's title reign came to an abrupt ending with her departure in December. How do you reflect on the way she suddenly had to leave the company and then adjusting plans with Roxanne now going into Vengeance Day and uh, doing the triple threat match? Yeah, well, look, obviously not, not the ideal situation. Um, you know, I will say, I guess, if I'm allowed to say it for the record, you know, no, I didn't fire. I can't fire. I can't, I can't fire anybody. Only thing correct about any of that was I did. I, you know, I handle creative. Um, but no, look, it was unfortunate. Our, our obviously, I think Mandy was fantastic for us. Um, I absolutely, uh, you know, enjoyed working with her. She was a, a phenomenal champion. We would have loved things to have gone differently and been able to build, uh, you know, our story with Roxanne. But we obviously, I was put in a position um, to where I had to make a call creatively. And so we did that. And that's one of the things that, you know, that I've learned uh, doing this job is nothing comes, you know, nothing comes before the brand. Um, and we have to put those things forward. And that's what we did. We were, Roxanne was uh, certainly where we were going uh, regardless. Uh, we just went a few weeks uh, earlier than we expected to. And, uh, but the great thing is now we're right back on course. Um, and I will say, honestly, I think the world of Mandy Rose, she was nothing but phenomenal, uh, with us, uh, we'll miss her. And, and, but, uh, we are thrilled about Roxanne Perez being, uh, the NXT women's champion, taking us into the future. Our next question comes from Josh Nason at wrestling observer, Josh. Hey, Sean, uh, a lot of. NXT talent has got called up to uh, main event spots, WWE main event in the last year or so. Really cool to see. And I was curious, are you the kind of the process and how that's communicated? Is that you that tells them that they're going to get their main roster debut? Um, and what's your involvement in that process? I imagine that it must be a pretty special moment for whoever gets to deliver that message that, you know, they're getting their call up and their opportunity in the, in the WWE. Yeah. So, uh, well, look, um, Gosh, I don't want to say I, I don't six months ago. Drake Maverick, obviously, uh, you know, is is sort of the the gentleman that handles main event up there on the main roster. And at, at a particular point, I think you know uh, he and Hunter had talked, and they wanted to start using uh, NXT people, uh, whoever we felt was ready and and up for it um, on on main event. And so that's sort of something that's kind of become a regular thing uh, over the last several months. Um, I will. I look. I would love to. I, I, I give the honor of giving good news uh, to our head writer. He's the one that uh, gets to tell everybody. Uh, I try to, yeah, I, <laughs> if everything uh, sucks, it comes to me. If everything goes well, it's all of us. That's just sort of the, <laughs> that's sort of the gig. Um, so our head writer gets to deliver the news. Um, obviously, they're obviously thrilled about it when they go. I think they, uh, I think it's a great experience for them. Um, just to be in that environment, much our, like our ladies at the Rumble, every now and then, I think to let them see sort of, uh, you know, the other side and what that looks like. I think that keeps them hungry. I keep, I think it keeps them striving uh, to want to get there and keeps them encouraged for the future. Um, so look, that has been a huge benefit to us down here in NXT is getting to have them go up there and do that. It makes them, again, you feel like you're actually, you know, 
a wrestler in the wrestling business, when you're getting on a plane, you're going there, you're, you know, you're going out in front of a big crowd. Again, they're getting to sort of meet some of the, you know, Raw and SmackDown superstars. Um, and it is, it's, it's, it's a huge opportunity for them and it's a huge encouragement. So that's been a, that's been a huge plus for us to have uh, down here over the last several months. Our next question comes from Miles Schneiderman at Wrestling Inc. Miles? Sean, pleasure to meet you. Thank you, sir. Um, so there's, you know, Vince McMahon recently came back to the WWE board, and uh, there's been a lot of speculation among the fan base as to what his involvement might be in the creative process going forward. Has Vince had any involvement in NXT creative or WWE creative in general? Uh, and do you anticipate him being involved in that process at all going forward? Uh, uh, he has not. And I, I, again, I don't, <laughs> I don't think so. I'd imagine Vince probably got uh, uh, bigger fish to fry than, than, than us down here in NXT. Um, but no, again, I'll say this to one of the things I enjoy about my job down here is the plausible deniability that I'm allowed to have. That's why I don't ask a lot of questions because I don't know the, like I said, I don't want to know the answer to some of them. Um, but again, that's what I love down here in NXT in Florida. But no, and I'll say, look, even back when, uh, again, we were here, he was very good with us uh, down here. You know what I mean? It, you know, they wanted us, you know, they helped us in a certain way. They guided us in how they wanted it to go. But after that, it was hands off. So, and Hunter, the same thing. Again, they're very, they're very good with us down here in NXT. They understand this is in a different environment down here. Um, so we're very fortunate to sort of, you know, kind of be independent, no matter who's, uh, you know, uh, running the ship up there in Stanford, uh, they 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 allow us a great deal of freedom down here, which we appreciate. Thanks, John. You bet. Our next question comes from Francesco Palmarini from Tom's Hardware in Italy. Francesco. Hi, hi, Sean. Nice to meet you. Hello. Um, the question is about actually the match card of uh, Range and Play. Uh, the event will be full of big matches uh, um, with a lot of uh, still uh, show stealer potential. Uh, is there a match you are actually expecting the most uh, amongst uh, them? Yeah, well, look, I think um, there are there are a couple, but I guess for me, I'm looking forward to the two out of three falls with uh, Carmelo and Apollo. Um, I think that was going to be fantastic. Um, again, just because I think they're two phenomenal athletes. Uh, I love watching those two perform to be perfectly honest. Um, but again, I think it's a, I think it's a stack card. Um, I think Wes and Dijak is going to be really interesting. Um, clearly uh, our ladies uh, uh, defending the tag team titles. I think that's going to be a good match. And of course the cage match. Um, it's going to be great top to bottom, but I look, if you're asking me if I'm going to pick one, that's going to, you know, I've got to probably be jumping out of my seat for quite a bit. Uh, I'm going to say it's going to be Carmelo and Apollo. We have time for two final questions. The first will come from Dominic, Dominic D'Angelo at Ad Free Shows. Dominic? Hey, Sean. Thanks for doing this today again, man. Nice to see you again. Hey, so, okay, uh, there is, we obviously mentioned another uh, wrestler uh, from Australia, Grayson Waller, being on the card. Another one that's had kind of an interesting trajectory since uh, being a part of the NXT breakout tournament is Duke Hudson, who's now with Chase University and stuff like that, uh, he, he's got like a good presence, good look, good charisma style. I'm kind of curious to get your thoughts on his development that you've worked with him since then. And, and uh, where do you see him, him going for potential moving on forward? Well, so look, uh, it's funny. Uh, Duke is, it's, 
Duke is quietly one of my favorite guys because, again, he was – I think he was here, heck, almost before I got here. Um, and, uh, look, he's uh, he, he's a big, impressive, handsome son of a gun. Um, and I think there have been times it's been tough for him to get some real traction down here. Um, and I, I, I don't know. Like, I've just always liked him. I've always appreciated him. And I think it was just finding the right fit for him. And also, look, I think um, – I'll say this. I think there were some – maybe some trust issues there you know, <laughs> with him going forward. I think there were times that he was worried creatively. He wouldn't be able to have something that he could really sink his teeth into. Um, and I think over time, I, I, I hope that I've, uh, I've earned his, you know, trust and his belief and all of that, because again, I think the world of him, I think he's to me again, he's just one of those dudes that he always makes me smile and makes me laugh. So we're thrilled to have him, uh, uh, down here. And I think, again, I think he's been doing just a great job uh, in the, in the chase you uh, story. And again, I, I know we have some incredibly exciting things for him in the future. Cause again, um, again, I, I'm smiling because Duke is the guy that just always uh, makes me smile because he is, there's a, there's a very good, handsome guy there. And then there's this dude over here that you always know you got to keep an eye on him. You know I mean? You can't trust him as far as you can throw him, which again, which makes him so cool to me. So we're very excited about, uh, uh, you know, Duke and what he's been doing with Chase U. Cool. Thank you, Sean. Have a good show this weekend. Uh, thank you very much. You're welcome. And our final question comes from Steve Fall at 10 Count. Steve? Hello, I'm here with my tag team partner, my baby, because she won't stay. <laughs> Uh, Sean, it's good to see I've you. Been sitting, I've been looking at the side there. I've been looking at you and your baby this whole time. That's tremendous. I was awesome. waiting. Me and the baby a chance we got. Come on. Look how cute this thing is. Uh, though in the past events, we've had huge events in the front row. We always see a new wrestler joining the brand. Can you give us a hint? Because you always see rumors online of who's coming, who's going. Are we going to see someone front row, NXT Vengeance Day, sitting there, standing up, waving to the audience? Well, look, I can't, if, if, if they're going to be surprises, they can't very well give them away here. I mean, that, that makes it less of a surprise, doesn't it? I mean, my goodness. Look, I'm going to tell you this, but we're going to have some exciting things for Vengeance Day. That's obviously, uh, but look, I will say this. We've got a lot of exciting things, I think, coming down the pike here uh, in NXT. Um, it is, it's, it's, it's a really good time for us. Um, look, you know, it's WrestleMania season for everybody here in the WWE. For us, yeah, it's stand and deliver, but it's still, uh, you know, it's still the road to WrestleMania. So uh, this is an ex extremely exciting time uh, in WWE and obviously NXT right along with it. This is our first time, like I said, getting out of here uh, in three years. We're looking to obviously make this a great show, but then we are very excited about taking Vengeance Day and steamroll, steamroll into, you know, stand and deliver in WrestleMania uh, you know what I mean? In April. So this is a very exciting time. I think everybody's going to enjoy, uh, again, dare I sound like the Schiller here. Everybody's going to enjoy every WWE product from top to bottom here in the next coming months. Outstanding. Thank you so much for uh, looking at my baby and answering my question. Yeah, my, my pleasure. She's adorable. Thank you. Thank you all for joining today. We'll end with final comments from Sean. Sean. Well, look, again, I guess I hope, oh, I, again, I hope this was all right. I don't, I mean, I'm sorry that I'm here and sweating and stuff like that. I don't like the suit and the hat, uh, but I do, uh, I don't know. I like the video aspect. I like putting faces uh, to a lot of you guys. And I apologize that, again, that I don't uh, know everybody by, by name and face. 
Um, appreciate the help, honestly, uh, all these times with our premium live events and, and, and helping uh, NXT get out there. Uh, look, said I hope uh, one day you guys will be able to do this in a I don't know, in the same area. You know what I mean? Uh, maybe if everybody comes out to WrestleMania, we can do it at Stand and Deliver and get to know everybody personally. But again, just want to ask you guys to do what you can to help promote our show on, on Saturday at Vengeance Day. Uh, we think it's going to be a hell of a show. We're very excited for the men and women um, of our brand here. And I do, I hope that you know that, look, again, I get the wrestling business and the cynicism and everything else. And uh, I try to be as honest with you as I can. I do purposely, a lot of times don't ask because I don't want to lie to you. Um, it's better for me not to know the answers than to lie to you guys, to be perfectly honest. I prefer that. Um, it doesn't bother me not knowing everything. Uh, in fact, I, I like it quite a bit. So uh, for now, I, I, I enjoy this relationship. I appreciate you guys helping us out with this. Um, I'm looking forward to doing it after the show. And, and, and some honest feedback, man. I got to be honest. Even if it's bad, I'd like to hear it uh, on our show. Um, I hope to God it goes well. I want it to go well for these young men and women. Um, and I want it to go well, obviously, for the brand of the company, too. So anyway, thank you all very much for helping us out with this. I appreciate it.